Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yo, you're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And during today's show, we gave out hourly winning words for our 10K a day giveaway. Hopefully you heard them and you entered. Remember to keep listening every day, every hour for your chance to hear the hours winning word. Just remember... You have to enter before 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Good luck. And you get that cash. You get those bands. You get that Skrilla. You get that. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And you will get your chance to win in just minutes. Happy Thanksgiving, America. We are thankful for all of you tuning in this morning. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. And, of course, you can watch us on ESPN, too. Amber Wilson and Courtney Cronin filling in for the guys today. We are presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Let us know, what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? We see some of you calling in now. We will get to your phone calls. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Give her a follow on Twitter, at Courtney R. Cronin. You can check me out, at Amber W. Sports. Now, this has become an annual tradition. Me and Courtney spending Thanksgiving together on the air. So I have learned some things about Courtney Cronin during our Thanksgiving time together. And one of the things that I learned today is that Courtney is unreasonably mad that macaroni, I mean, just unreasonably mad that macaroni and cheese is not going to be available as part of her Thanksgiving meal today. So our Thanksgiving, look, I'm back in Chicago, so I get to spend Thanksgiving with my family instead of, you know, a flight from Minneapolis. I drive 25 minutes and I'm home, but I've got to work today. Otherwise, I would have volunteered to have cooked the meal. So my mom said, cool, I'm going to get takeout from a restaurant, which will go unnamed. I'm going to read you the menu. This is what I was sent yesterday. Let's talk turkey Open Thanksgiving Day. Okay, that's not the menu. Um, all right, so here, here's the menu. This is, uh, it's turkey with all the trimmings and homemade pumpkin pie. Real mashed potatoes, as opposed to fake ones. Um, Wait, pie- can, I, can I ask a question? Is it homemade pumpkin pie if you're buying it from somewhere? I mean, they made it there. It's well, not like going to like, the store I mean, and buy it. I, really I feel homemade. like Pat has a good point here. Like, they didn't make it at home. They made it in a commercial kitchen. I, I, did, I did not write this menu. Thank <laughs> no, you very much. Well, I'm you're, just, but you're the one buying the we're menu. We're off to a good start. I'm reading you guys what's on the menu. <laughs> There's a lot of flaws here because I talked about real mashed potatoes. I would like to know what a fake mashed potato is. Um, pine instant, nu- instant mashed potatoes is what I think Pine nut stuffing. To. Not dressing. Pine nut stuffing. Okay. Giblet gravy. Salad. Vegetables. No. Just blanket vegetables. Doesn't tell you what you're getting. Mm-mm. Cranberry sauce. Oh, bread. No. And pumpkin pie. And there's obviously a turkey in there, too. Bread. So <laughs> when I see this yesterday... I'm not going to lie to you. My whole mood changed because I'm thinking, I'm like, 
mac and cheese. I'm so hungry right now. This would be a perfect thing to get myself to look forward to because I knew we had a long morning here. We're not going to really be eating on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max as much as I would have loved to have had something Which we uh, got to talking about food, by the way. I know. I know. It's a, it's a problem with this. Like, it's our national eating holiday. Anyways, um, I was really upset yesterday when I found out there was no mac and cheese on the menu. And so I was in the media room, uh, you know, covering the Chicago Bears up in Lake Forest, Illinois. And I started asking people, I was like, am I wrong for feeling this way? And I texted my mom who, you know, God bless her. She's the one like putting this whole thing together. She's like, well, if you want it that badly, you can make it. And I'm like thinking to myself, is it really worth the trouble of doing that when we're ordering from a restaurant? Can we just get them to make macaroni and cheese. And she called and they said, it's not on the menu. They can't do it. So I'm going to probably end up going mac and cheese-less on uh, Thanksgiving. I'm not thrilled about it. But am I, I, I would like to ask you guys in the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, am I wrong for being this upset for not having macaroni and cheese on my menu? I mean, I, I – I'm sorry. I, th- I think I'm completely justified for being upset about this. Well, on the front end, Courtney's very grateful that there's food Oh, on 100%. Table. I love food. I'm very do, thankful you know, for, yeah, my, blah, blah, blah. for my life. We have to, we have to say all, the, all, the, all that stuff because that goes without saying. Uh, obviously, we're having fun here. But I, I don't – I'm not one – like, I love macaroni and cheese. I just don't necessarily connote – like, it doesn't necessarily connote Thanksgiving to me where I'm like, well, I have – like, Thanksgiving's not Thanksgiving if there's not mac and cheese. But I do enjoy mac and cheese if you do mac and cheese well because I have had some bum – mac and cheese in my day as well well so what is bum mac it. and cheese well i just I, you've never had mac and cheese that ends up being very disappointing yeah i've had like frozen macaroni and cheese i won't name the brand but yeah very underwhelming i'm talking very about there's homemade mac and cheese that can casserole be, right baked casserole you need it like with the bubbles on top you need like bread crumbs, a lot of people yes. like crispy top or the bread crumbs if you're into that so Broil yes that. you need mm-hmm. you need that the, the problem is that you're working two jobs today because you're doing KJM. You're also covering the Chicago Bears, and they have media availability today. So you are busy. So it's reasonable that you shouldn't be the one to make the macaroni and cheese, uh, despite your mother's advice, although I understand why she gave you that advice because she's providing everything else. You could stop somewhere else and get it. Like, there's a lot of grocery stores and whatnot that provide macaroni and cheese today. Probably, though, won't be it won't that be hot. Pipe, yeah, it won't be that piping hot. I mean, you could throw it in the oven. I but just, it won't be the good stuff. You I, know? Think it, I think this is an oversight by the restaurant for not having it as an option on the menu. Explain to me what pine nut stuffing is. First I don't off, so cornbread stuffing is like, the only acceptable kind of stuffing. Um, I don't know if people call it dressing. Dressing to me kind of like screams sage, turkey flavor. Stuffing is the cornbread stuffing. This, you know, It's really dense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically just eating like kind of like a emulsified bread I want to say more or less with some celery in there but no I I just think that this is not going to be it's not going to live up to my expectations uh and I just don't understand I know I know that we're in the midwest that's cool I lived in the south I, li- I lived in the south for three years and that was always on the menu macaroni and cheese the casserole the the nine yards everything we've talked about and I just I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the South does Thanksgiving better than anybody else. Well, Mississippi, where you live, Mississippi, we do food really well. Does food better than everywhere else? I can tell you that. Uh, That is some of the best food I've ever had in my life. I am a stuffing, not a dressing kind of gal as well. But when you read that menu, it is the pine nut stuffing actually that I was more disturbed by than the lack of macaroni and cheese. We are going to get to your calls here. Triple eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine. 
888-900-3776. We are asking you, what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Let's start with Antonio. Antonio in Charlotte. Thanks for the call, Antonio. What do you got cooking today? Oh, yes, ma'am. How y'all ladies doing today? Happy Thanksgiving to y'all, first of all. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Oh, my favorite is um, short ribs with the cream and mushroom and onions and red pepper. But I also got some barbecue ribs, short ribs, fried chicken. I got somebody going to make me a macaroni and cheese because I'm not good at it. That's going to be coming later on. Some green beans and some corn. Mm-hmm. Okay, Antonio. So that's a, that's Courtney, a spread right there. I was telling you in hour one of the show that to me turkey, like it's it's okay. I, I can I I have it on Thanksgiving. It's not it's everyone's main, but I but Antonio short ribs. Mm. Sign me up for that. I like that. I like that idea. I mean, that was a whole spread. He he had fried chicken too, so he's got multiple proteins, Ooh, so to speak. It's not options. his uh his Thanksgiving is not being headlined by the side dishes because he also said he doesn't make the macaroni and cheese. Apparently, this is like a thing because Yates was telling us, you know, what was it? it was an Instagram video you posted which kind of dragged somebody for yeah, being like a newbie being responsible for making the cheese. Like, that's a veteran dish. You yes. don't just, like, leave that up to anybody. <laughs> Rookies can't come in on Thanksgiving. But you know what? We're just going to let someone who's never made this before make one of the most important and essential items to the Thanksgiving. It cannot happen. I'm glad that you agree with PSA. me that it's that essential. You can't. Well, and it's not just macaroni and cheese. I don't think you can be a rookie and make any dish on Thanksgiving. Like, that ain't the time no. to try out a dish. No. Like, I'm, I'm going, I'm crashing one of my friend's thanksgivings today and and she had said to me hey if there's like a dish that your mom used to make that's really important to you go ahead and fire it up and I'm like I have my mother's cookbooks but I haven't attempted any of these things and I'm not about to start attempting for thanksgiving like there there needs to be multiple dress rehearsals yeah like I'm gonna have to make it throughout the year plan ahead for next thanksgiving you don't show up to thanksgiving as the dress rehearsal for your dish let's get to another phone call here triple eight say espn tyler is in pennsylvania tyler thanks for the call what's your go-to dish today um my go-to dish would probably be brown corn which i don't know for some reason we cannot find it for the past two years around here um pumpkin roll and coquito wow what is brown corn that's like the actually like as opposed to yellow corn the corn's brown i don't think i've ever even had brown yeah, corn. Actually brown. Um, a lot of people eat it um, on thanksgiving but for some reason we can't find it in the stores up here that is a shame. Courtney can't find mac and cheese. Tyler can't find brown corn. Uh, struggle bus right now on this Thanksgiving. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Amber Wilson and Courtney Cronin filling in for the guys. We want to win you some money, honey. So right now, you're going to text the winning word corn. Right now, where are they texting it, Pat? Put it on the screen. Seven 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 zero zero zero. Thank you. Hey, seven, at least seven, you actually seven, said zero, the winning zero, word. Zero. I there you go. We're we're off to a good start here. <laughs> seven 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 zero zero zero. Text the word corn right now for your chance to win. We all like money. We all like Thanksgiving. Right now, though, the New York Jets maybe don't like their quarterback so much. Zach Wilson has been benched. Can he win back the locker room? We'll get into it next. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Amber Wilson and Courtney Cronin filling in for the guys here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Give her a follow on Twitter at Courtney R. Cronin. She is appreciating all of her mentions where you guys are defending her honor that it is egregious not to have macaroni and cheese at Thanksgiving, which is what Courtney Cronin is very upset about today. You can also give me a follow at Amber W Sports, I see all of you mad about my Zach Wilson take. I had the rare Zach Wilson take, Courtney, that I don't agree with this benching. I think you we might will... be the only one. I may be the only one. You know, I'm out here to forge my own path. I do not agree with this benching. We are going to find out in mere minutes what one of our best things about this benching. But Zach Wilson has, in fact, been benched. It will be Mike White that will get the go for the New York Jets, Flacco will be the backup. Zach Wilson will be in street clothes on the sidelines, presumably. Let's bring in Rob Ninkovich, ESPN NFL analyst, to join us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And Nink, let's start there. What do you make of this decision by the New York Jets to bench Zach Wilson? Well, I mean, I think at the end of the day, they're trying to send him a message that you need to be a little bit more, I'd say, accountable and as a leader you know quarterbacks are always under the microscope we know that victory and defeat they're always going to be looked at and asked the tough questions so I think that that really just resonates with trying to continue to set an example of listen we're all in this together it's not just a one person thing here it's a team the whole questioning on the defense you think you let the defense down and in his just quick response. I think that the team probably was offended by that. I think the defense, you know, if you're a defender, you're, you're going back into the locker room and you're like, yo, what else do we got to do? We just held the team to three points and our special teams let us down. So, um, and our offense let us down tremendously. Again, I think he's a young kid. He's only his second year. Um, he's got a lot of growing up to do. And, you know, I, I think it might just be a reflection of, young athletes today. I mean, you look at the college level, things are turning into an individualized thing, not just a team sport. Guys transferring portal, team to team, year to year, looking for the biggest deals, and it kind of turns into an, an individual uh, type type sport, which we all know football, it takes everybody on the field to come together, and it's a team sport. It's 
not an individual sport. So he's got some growing up to do. Robert Sala said that this is supposed to be a reset for Zach Wilson, not a season-long thing. At least he doesn't anticipate that right now. But how likely is it in your eyes that he never gets his job back with the Jets? Well, I think he'll probably get another opportunity. I mean, the contract, if he was a fifth-round pick, maybe he'd never see the field again. But when there's money involved and high draft pick, first-round pick, there's always going to be other chances. I mean, it's just the way it is. So I think that this is probably something the reset could be to try and motivate him. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it doesn't motivate him. But at the end of the day, behind his name, there's a contract behind that contract, millions of dollars. Usually that means more opportunity. Rob Ninkovich, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Amber Wilson and Courtney Cronin filling in for the guys. And Nink, one of my issues with this situation surrounding Zach Wilson, it feels like we're piling on because Zach Wilson gave a one-syllable answer to a question, a single question, at a press conference. You mentioned he's 23 years old. He is a young kid. He is learning. I'm guessing he will never utter the word no again at a press conference because of the media storm that followed. But you mentioned that it does affect the locker room. So how could Zach Wilson go in there and win back the locker room? Well, I don't, th- I don't think any of us know behind closed doors you know maybe he did come in and address the team maybe he did say something like guys listen I'm sorry I, I was in in a moment I didn't realize um you know the magnitude of what that response would bring and I'm here to just continue to work hard and, and gain the respect of, of you guys and my teammates so maybe that happened um I think it was just the mannerisms that he had you know he like uh tickled the nose after the no move on next question Leave me alone with that silly stuff. I, I think that that's more the response. And I'm sure, you know, his agent or whoever is advising him probably said, yo, like you need to have a little bit more, I guess, awareness of the situation after a terrible loss that really was a terrible football game. I mean, I was at that game three to three. I was on my way to my car because I, I said, I told myself, I told my wife, I said, listen, I'm not going to sit here for a three to three overtime game. Like I'm on it. I'm like, we're leaving. Punt return. And I was, I was almost to my car. So I'm like, perfect. First one out of the parking lot. So again, tough game to watch. Full slate of Thanksgiving games coming up today on uh, this Thursday afternoon, the 1230 start, Lions and Bills. Lions always play on Thanksgiving, but these games typically aren't shootouts. This Lions team, Nink, is averaging 30 points per game. They host the Bills today. Could we actually see an interesting Thanksgiving game in the Motor City? And kind of like two-parter here, how is this offense scoring at such a high clip? Yeah, I mean, I think this is upset alert. You, you got to be careful if you're the Bills. You got to make sure you're playing tough, you're playing well, just playing the way that you know how to play. But in these short weeks, you know, holidays, you could be distracted. We know that they had like six feet of snow. You're probably not all the way focused on getting the job done. And then the Lions, you know, you, you look at what that the head coach has been able to do, uh, Dan Campbell, he'll, he'll get anyone to run through a brick wall. So, you know, I think that they they better play tough because at the end of the day, you never know. And every week to week, you got to play tough. And week to week, we've seen good teams like the Vikings underperform and look terrible and only score three points. So if you're the Buffalo Bills, you better come to play. 
Rob Ninkovich, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And Rob, Giants-Cowboys get it going today at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. This Giants team has a tough schedule from here on out. A lot of division opponents coming up. How important is this one for their playoff hopes? Yes, it's uh, it's important. Um, very important. I think with when you, when you look at the Cowboys um, – I think that their consistency, that, that's what I want to see. I just want to see consistency. If, if Dak can consistently play at a high level, I said a couple of weeks ago that the fate of the team relies on his performance. If he's average, the team turns out to be average. If he's above average, then the whole thing follows with him, and it all starts with Dak. So if he can play well, play at a high level, I think the Cowboys are turning the corner here, but they have to play well today. I need to see the same thing that we saw last week. A lot of uh, run and pass, nice balance. Dak taking some shots down the field with accuracy. And Pollard, Tony Pollard, the guy's terrific. He had 189 uh, all-around purpose yards last week, the best of his career. So, And the defense, seven sacks. So with that, they better start being consistent so they can buy me over. The nightcap this evening on Thanksgiving, Patriots and Vikings. The Vikings coming off of a 40-3 to loss to the aforementioned Dallas Cowboys. Are you what, what camp are you in? Are you in the group that thinks the Vikings have been exposed, that they're not as good as their record is right now? Or was that just a fluke coming off of a really emotional win that they had against Buffalo? Well, I was buying in. I really was. And then I watched that loss and they score three points. And then I saw maybe a blueprint on how you stop or slow down the Vikings. Last week on Get Up, there was a question on, on how do you slow down the Vikings. I said it starts up front on first down. And if you can win first down and slow down the running game, get them in longer down and distances, then you force them into throwing the football. And then if you stay on top of them, then you can kind of get after the, the offensive line. They had an injury last week. We know Dallas really got after them. Um, so the Patriots are kind of built to do that. Their defense has been really tough. They've been stopping the run. They've been good in the past. They got a great pass rush with Matt Judon. So this could, this could be another game where if the Vikings look like they did last week, it's going to be ugly. And if you're Bill Belichick and the Patriots, you're showing – exactly what to do the blueprint stop them on first down get them in longer down and distances and then you got them so we'll see if they can change what they did last week have a little bit more energy they were a little flat so if they don't if they don't play that way i think that the vikings might be able to but again to win me over the vikings can't lose the way that they did last week that's for sure that is for sure rob ninkovich espn nfl analyst joining us here on Keyshawn j will and max so nink Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. We got the sports stuff out of the way. Let's get to the important stuff. What does Thanksgiving look like in the Nink household? What is your favorite dish? Okay, well, this is pretty simple. My favorite dish, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't call me exotic or anything. I like just green bean casserole. Very simple. Um, one of the best classic dishes. Everyone has green bean casserole. But the trick is you got to have the stuffing on the plate, and then you put the green, green bean casserole on top. And you kind of put some gravy on the whole thing. It's it's terrific. It's it's fantastic. The one thing that I hate more than anything is cranberry sauce. The cranberry out of the can. You know when they hit the you got to open it and you smack the bottom of the can and it plops out. I'm not a big fan of cranberry sauce. Not at all. 
We were uh, doing so well until that I, part. I mean, that was a t- that's a terrible what? take by you, Nink, because that is the only kind of sauce what? that anybody should be having what? at Thanksgiving. Also, when you said green bean casserole, the control what? room started booing in my ear. I think they were booing you. So, uh, no. Some you interesting takes like there green from Rodney. Casserole. I, I think we all like green bean casserole. It's just, you know, spoiler alert that it's your, your favorite, favorite dish. dish. Like that, it's I don't see that. And it's very easy to make. So, yes, I'm excited that the easiest dish to make is my favorite. Well, you enjoy know. your green bean casserole today. We really appreciate you hopping on and giving us Thank some you. of your time. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> see you guys. Happy Thanksgiving to all. See you, bye. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of you for listening. We are very grateful for you tuning in here. Amber Wilson and Courtney Cronin filling in for the guys on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Aaron Rodgers has a broken thumb. Is that hot news or not news? It is hot news or not news time. Hot news or not news is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Amber Wilson and Courtney Cronin hanging out with you. Happy Thanksgiving to all. It could be better for Aaron Rodgers because apparently Aaron Rodgers has been playing through a broken right thumb. Here is the quarterback of the Packers on playing through the injury. Doesn't make a difference me playing, you know. Doesn't make a difference. You right. saw the tape on my thumb, didn't make a difference. I think I've had worse injuries I've played with. Uh, so, you know, definitely a challenge, but the days off uh, helped feeling better this week. Actually didn't even, you know, want to get x-rayed because I was you know, still going to play. It didn't matter what the x-ray showed, but uh, they talked me into it. Courtney, professional athletes are built different. If I had a broken thumb, I'm not even sure I'd want to be here talking to you on the radio. Uh, but uh, they can play through it. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers very de- much downplaying this injury. He went on to say when he broke his index finger in college, it affected him a lot more than a broken thumb. A thumb still seems very problematic if you're throwing a football on his throwing hand. Is this hot news or not news that Aaron Rodgers has a broken thumb? I mean, it's hot news in the sense that we find out a reason potentially behind some of their struggles because he hasn't looked right this season. I know that his receivers are young and there hasn't been much chemistry between the two of them. Christian Watson seems to be coming on as of late. But I do think it's it's newsworthy in that sense because the guy was playing through a broken thumb and he didn't want to use it as an excuse, which is why when he was on the Pat McAfee show earlier this week, he wouldn't confirm nor deny whether he had a broken finger. It was actually a make a wish kid who goes by the name of big B. Uh, He's the one who broke this news. That was his, I'm going to read you a tweet. It said this, since this is a big talking point today, let's break some news. I asked Rogers during my make a wish how his finger is. And he replied that his thumb is actually broken. His thumb was still really bruised and swollen last Saturday so that comes out Rogers addresses it yesterday and I think it was a wise thing in terms of a perception standpoint for him to downplay this because it looks like the excuse train even though it's a valid one if he were to have come out you know and started talking about this and and blaming it because he was blaming his receivers for a lot of things that were going wrong in the offense earlier this season what I'm really miffed by, Amber, and this is this is hot news for me. You got a broken thumb. Why are you not on the injury report? Well, Where's, I think he was, right? It was listed as hurt, I believe. But, I mean, he's, but he's, he's been gone away. About it. Like, hey, did he have surgery? Do we know that? No, he said no. And he said that he doesn't believe surgery will be required. Uh, to so fix he, a he broken say thumb. That. Well, and he was asked on the Pat McAfee show back on October 26th, Specifically, did you break your thumb? Because, again, he was on the injury report, as I understand it, for a while now with this hurt thumb. And nobody was really, I guess, asking many questions about it. He was asked specifically, and he said 
my thumb is hurt, quote unquote. So he did not, in fact, say it was broken. I think it's like what you said, that we're talking about a vet of all vets and Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback that is right now the reigning MVP. He doesn't want it to look like an excuse. So I think that he was playing this smart from, I guess, a media perspective where he's having a bit of a down season. We know that things aren't going well with those receivers, as you mentioned, but it's very clear that this injury is affecting him. I mean, as a whole, his accuracy numbers have been down specifically now that we know that this injury occurred since that injury. He's completed 69.7% of his passes with eight touchdowns, three interceptions in the first five games of the season. The Packers went three and two in the next six after that injury. The Packers only have won one. His completion rate dropped to 62%, 11 touchdowns, four interceptions. It appears to be affecting his performance, but he didn't want to tell us that because he's Aaron Rodgers, Courtney, and vets don't come out here with excuses at that position. Yeah, I mean, he said that Jeff Tedford, when he was at Cal, I guess he broke one of one of his other fingers. He kind of detailed that this is not his first rodeo. Granted, your thumb's a little different than other fingers. According to him, though, the index finger is actually more important on your throwing hand as a quarterback, which I can understand You kind of with your follow-through and being able to grip the ball. I digress on that. He said that Jeff Tedford gave him, like, one day, and he said, if you don't come back, then you're going to lose your job and you're going to mm-hmm. go back to being a backup. So I guess that's one way to motivate people. Um, don't play healthy play through it. Uh, that's what they do in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is playing through it. Uh, also, we're waiting to hear if Justin Fields is going to play through it. We heard that Justin Fields is dealing with a shoulder injury. Courtney Cronin covers the Chicago Bears for NFL Nation. She knows all about this. Here was Justin Fields, the Bears quarterback on his injury. Just some movements that I do with my arm, you know, it hurts it a good bit. So, um, like I said, just trying to, you know, work through those motions and kind of get my arm used to moving, um, in those particular particular motions that, you know, hurt it. So, again, just, you know, seeing how my body feels, listening to my body, you know, making sure I'm not, you know, forcing anything and stuff like that. And, you know, just um, just, just seeing how it goes. Do you feel today like you could play through this? Uh, today, probably not. But, you know, good thing we don't play today. We play in, what, um, four days. So we'll see how it feels in four days. He's got a little time to evaluate this to see if he's going to get the go against the Jets, Courtney. I mentioned you cover the Bears. What do you make? Is this hot news or not no, Not news, his shoulder injury? It's hot news because they're continuing on with saying he's day-to-day. And he even talked about the fact that with an AC joint injury, which is what he has in his left shoulder, think, you know, thank goodness for him it's not his throwing shoulder, it's his non-throwing shoulder, but that all affects his throwing motion. You can get that thing shot up with Tortorol before a game. And he, like, talked about that. He said he wasn't going to be doing that two days before a game to, like, know what it would feel like, that he wouldn't know until game day. So I very much think that this thing is going to go down to the wire, potentially a game-time decision to figure out whether Justin Fields can play against the New York Jets in Week 12. I don't think it's the wisest decision by any stretch that he plays. I think that you're looking at the bye in two weeks. It's a perfect opportunity to let this thing heal on its own instead of making it worse. But the fact that we're talking about this and going to continue talking about his shoulder without the, you know, without any sort of news coming out that they're going to rest him, kind of like what the, you know, the Jets made their decision to bench Zach Wilson on Wednesday. The Bears are going to continue this thing on all the way till Sunday. So, yeah, it is hot news. It's hot news because it's Justin Fields and he's a quarterback in the NFL. It should be not news because – Should be not news because they should, they should sit be him. shutting him down. Exactly. They should be sitting him for weeks. I mean, 
the Bears aren't winning games anyways, Courtney. This season is already a win, in my opinion, for the Chicago Bears because they've had the opportunity here to evaluate Justin Fields, and we know they have their guy. They're not going to be moving on from him in this next draft. You could shut Justin Fields now down for the rest of the season if you wanted to, if you were the Bears. You're not making the playoffs this season. That's not even the goal, right? Like, this is a rebuilding thing. You tore this thing down to the studs. You're building it back up. You had to find out from this staff and this front office if Justin Fields was going to move forward with them. And it appears Justin Fields is good enough to move forward with them. And you already know that at this point. So what's the point of pushing him? According to Matt Eberflus, it's that they're still trying to win games. And I understand that this team has been very close in that, you know, when you talk about tanking, you talk about draft positioning, like the team's not worried about that, like in games. If you got a close game, they want to go out and win that. They've lost four games in a row. The offense has had multiple chances to lead game-winning drives, and they've failed at doing that. You know, they're still plenty to evaluate Justin Fields on here. Yes, we know he's a dynamic runner, but as a passing quarterback, passing from the pocket, building his pocket presence, that's something that they still need to evaluate him on. So I don't think the right thing would be to shut him down for the season. Doesn't seem like that's on the table, but taking two weeks here, getting your week 14 by, which we could all use, reporters included, um, and then having four (laughs) games at the end of the season to truly hone in on some of his passing concepts, that's the way to play this thing. So if you're asking me right now, I don't think he plays Sunday. I think that they're going to continue this thing on, continue some of the gamesmanship because you do have to give the Jets, um, you know, the pretense that Fields may play. He's a very different quarterback than Trevor Simeon. You're probably not using somebody to spy on Trevor Simeon the way that you would Justin Fields. But they're going to continue this. If you want to believe it's a charade, I think that's okay because the logical thing to do here is shut him down for the next two weeks. Uh, it's cute that you're looking forward to a bye week that you're probably going to be on ESPN Radio every single <laughs> day during. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Keyshawn J. Will and Max Amber Wilson and Courtney Cronin filling in for the guys. Coming up next, who will be left on the outside of the college football playoff? That after this word from Dr. Pepper. The most wonderful time of year continues to roll along. College football season. Dr. Pepper and the residents of Fansville invite you to revel in another one-of-a-kind year of flexing your foam finger, humming your school's fight song in your sleep, and thriving on a steady diet of buffalo chicken dip and post-game day commentary, all washed down with the rich, delicious Dr. Pepper, of course. Another Saturday is always just around the corner, so make sure your tailgate doesn't turn into a failgate and pick up a case of ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are download the ESPN app tap the more tab on the bottom right scroll down and tap live radio ESPN radio everywhere you are passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. 
big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Wilson and Courtney Cronin filling in for the guys on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on this Thanksgiving Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. KJM is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. So Georgia let off the college football selection committee's rankings for the third straight week, followed by Ohio State at number two, Michigan at number three, TCU at number four. But something has to give this week because we got Ohio State and Michigan squaring up. To discuss that and all things college football, we're bringing in Heather Dinich, ESPN College Football Senior Writer. Heather, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for joining us on Thanksgiving. Let me start by asking you about that Ohio State-Michigan game on Saturday. Which team can afford a loss more? Ohio State can afford a loss slightly more. Uh, And this answer, of course, depends on how the other games and ultimately the conference championship games play out because I, I wouldn't rule out Michigan, but in the selection committee meeting room, the difference between those two teams right now is Ohio State's win against Notre Dame. And as you look at Michigan's schedule, Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn, I know Michigan fans are tired of me pointing this out, but it is the second weakest non-conference schedule in the FBS. And it is only going to matter. It's only going to matter if they don't beat the Buckeyes on Saturday. Because if they don't, their best win is against Penn State. And that is a good win, but it's the only really impressive win. And if you're sitting there in the selection committee meeting room and you don't have a conference title, the bar is much higher to impress the committee in terms of getting in the top four. And there's tiebreakers, conference championships. They wouldn't win that. There's um, head-to-head competition. They would lose that to Ohio State. Their strength of schedule, they would lose that. And the, the way it stays alive, though, is if you have a two-loss Pac-12 champ, if TCU loses, Clemson could lose to South Carolina, 
So I wouldn't close the door on the loser of the game entirely. LSU moved to number five in the latest college football playoff rankings that came out on Tuesday. They're riding a five-game win streak at the moment. Do they control their own destiny to get into the CFP, Heather? Yes. When I saw LSU at number five ahead of one loss USC, my first reaction was if they run the table and beat Georgia, they're in. And, you know, I thought that they would be in regardless, but to me sitting there at number five this week after USC beat UCLA in their most impressive win of the season, that to me says yes, because LSU would then have wins against Alabama and Georgia, the committee's number one team. That loss early in the season to Florida State certainly doesn't look as bad. It was by one point now that the Seminoles have been ranked steadily for a couple of weeks. And to further boost the case, the committee has said in that room that Georgia has separated itself from the rest of the country as the number one team. So if LSU somehow manages to take out Georgia in the SEC championship game, which, by the way, I'm not predicting. But if that does happen, then I think they make history as the first two-loss team in the college football playoff. Heather Dinich, ESPN College Football Senior Writer, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Amber Wilson and Courtney Cronin filling in for the guys. Heather, USC's only loss was one point on the road against Utah. Their dramatic road win over UCLA, not enough to leapfrog a two-loss LSU team. But they do have a chance here to beat two ranked teams coming up in the next two weeks. What are their chances for USC of moving their way up in this into the college football playoffs? Their chances are excellent, but they have got to play better defense. And I asked selection committee chair Boo Corrigan specifically about that this week. He said that the committee wants them to see wants to see them win in more convincing fashion. They want to see USC play better defense. The one thing USC has been doing well is turnovers. You look at that UCLA game. Dorian Thompson Robinson had three interceptions. The last one was the difference in the game. So while they're continuing to have a defensive identity of being opportunistic off of turnovers the committee wants to see more of from that side of the ball but look if they beat Notre Dame and leave no doubt they're the better team on Saturday and then they go and they beat another ranked opponent in the Pac-12 conference championship game that's where the loser of the Big Ten or excuse me the loser of the game between Ohio State and Michigan has to be concerned that's where Clemson has to be concerned TCU if they lose a game so they certainly are in a position to finish in that top four, but they've got some work to do defensively. On the note of Clemson, uh, how do they get in? Is there any chance that a conference championship for them could potentially revive their CFP hopes? They need some help. And, and another topic that I asked committee chair Boo Corrigan about this week was Clemson's offense. And while they have been impressed with um, Shipley and his ability to run the ball and, and work some magic there, they have noticed inconsistent play from quarterback T.J. Uyunglele. And that was an issue in the Notre Dame loss, right? And that Notre Dame loss is glaring on their resume right now. But it helped Clemson that Louisville snuck in at number 25 this week in the CFP Top 20. North Carolina only dropped four spots after an awful loss to Georgia Tech. That's who they'll play in the ACC championship game. And they have a win against Florida State, which again is ranked. That's their best win on their resume right now. So if they can avoid a loss to South Carolina, which absolutely just embarrassed Tennessee, then they need help still because of some inconsistencies the committee seen on offense because of that loss against Notre Dame. But if you have a two-loss 
um, Pac-12 championship, if you have a Big 12 champion with multiple losses, um, if Georgia takes care of LSU and eliminates the possibility of two SEC teams, I mean, you start adding up these scenarios, and that's why you totally don't completely discount Clemson, but they just haven't looked like a top-four team, and that's evident by where they're sitting in the committee's rankings right now. Heather Dinich, ESPN College Football Senior Writer, joining us here on KJM. Amber Wilson and Courtney Cronin with you as well. Heather, we got about 30 seconds left. What is your favorite dish today for Thanksgiving? Oh, it's my mom's filling, stuffing, whatever you want to call it. And we're, we're all getting ready to pile in the car and head up there to get some of that. But I want to tell you, I was in Seaport. I saw Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. And those guys are probably already eating and drinking and sitting on the couch. And it's the ladies holding it down. So I hope they're in the kitchen cooking right now. I hope they are <laughs> and cleaning. Uh, let's get them doing that. Heather Dinich, ESPN College Football Senior Writer. Heather, thanks so much for joining us on Thanksgiving. Thanks, guys. She went with filling. Uh, I, I'm kind of I've like never a heard it called gal. That yeah, it, there's, some people call it dressing. I'm not sure I've ever heard it called filling before. That was interesting. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max, Amber Wilson, and Courtney Cronin filling in on this Thanksgiving. And coming up next, why this could be the beginning of the end for the New York Giants. This is ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.